Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for standing by for Lee Auto's third quarter 2020 earnings conference call. At this time, all participants are in the listen-only mode. Today's conference call is being recorded. I will now turn the call over to your host, Janet Chang, Director of Investor Relations of the company. Please go ahead, Janet. Thank you, Riverty. Good evening and good morning, everyone. Welcome to Lee Auto's third quarter 2020 earnings conference call our first earnings conference call since our IPO. The company's financial and operating results were published in the press release earlier today and were posted on the company's IR website. On today's call, we have our president, Mr. Kevin Yanan-Shen, our CFO, Mr. Johnny Tia Lee, and our CTO, Mr. Kai, to begin with prepared remarks. Our founder and CEO, Mr. Xiang Li, will join for the Q&A discussion. Before we continue, please be reminded that today's discussion will contain forward-looking statements made under the safe harbor provisions of the U.S. Private Securities Litigation Reform Act of 1995. Forward-looking statements involve inherent risks and uncertainties. As such, the company's actual results may be materially different from the views expressed today. Further information regarding risks and uncertainties is included in certain filings of the company with the U.S. Security and Exchange Commission. The company does not assume any obligation to update any forward-looking statements except as required under applicable law. Please also note that Lee Auto's earnings press release and this conference call include discussions of unaudited gap financial information as well as non-audited non-gap financial measures. Please refer to Lee Auto's press release, which contains a reconciliation of the unaudited non-gap measures to comparable gap measures. With that, I will now turn the call to our president, Kevin. Please go ahead, sir. Thank you, Janet. Hello, everyone, and thank you for joining our call today. We are very excited to announce the results of our opening quarters as a public company following our July 30th listing. In the third quarter, we achieved the robust results. We delivered 8,660 Li ones in the third quarter, which represented a quarter-over-quarter quarter increase of 31.1% versus our deliveries in Q2. As of the end of October, cumulative deliveries in 2020 reached 21,852 vehicles. According to new car insurance registration data reported by China Automotive Technology and the Research Center, in September and October, D1 become the best-selling new energy SUV amongst all models in China, a very strong testament to its highly competitive product features. In addition, in October, our order showed strong growth, setting a new monthly record and giving us solid confidence in our fourth quarter deliveries, which we expect to reach 11,000 to 12,000 units and achieve a new quarterly record. At the same time, we have improved our gross margin and operating cash flow due to increased deliveries, improved bond costs, and overall operating and manufacturing efficiency. In the third quarter, 
our gross margin expanded to 19.8% compared to 13.3% in the second quarter. We also generated operating cash flow of RMB 929.8 million, which is 105.8% higher than the prior quarter. In terms of R&D, we will further increase our investments in this regard and continue to leverage technology to create value for users and to optimize our user experience. Through product and technology innovations, we are committed to providing our supplier uh, users with safer, easier, and more cost-effective mobility solutions ensuring we live up to their support and trust. In September, we added the important new role of CTO to our senior management roster, with Mr. Kai Wang joining our team from Vistron. This new additional reflects our philosophy and the pursuit of combining expertise from the automotive, smart device, and the internet industries and building an outstanding team across many disciplines to develop smart vehicles for our users. With Mr. Wang's visionary judgment and thinking, profound expertise, and impressive track record, we believe Mr. Wang will make crucial contributions to our product and company. To constantly provide a best-in-class experience to our users. We continually evolve and optimize our vehicle through FOTA updates throughout the entire vehicle life cycle. We also continuously collect performance and behavior data from our users to drive our product iterations. By the end of October, we have released 10 major vehicle OTA upgrades to D1 users provide them with a better driving experience. Moving to our digitalized direct sales and service network, it's an essential component of our closed-loop business system. This network feeds direct user usage data and feedback to both our R&D team and service team for us to analyze and optimize vehicle features and after-sales services, ultimately aiming to optimize the user experience. As of the end of October, we had 41 retail stores covering 36 cities in China, maintaining a high level of operational efficiency to each retail store, demonstrate that we have completed closed-loop system setup. Next. We plan further grow the system to create an efficient virtuous cycle of user feedback, vehicle development, and service enhancement. We cannot achieve our results without the support and trust of our users. As a user-driven automotive and technology enterprise, Li Auto always puts our users at the highest priority and will spend no efforts to provide our users with safer, more convenient, and more value-added products and services.
to further realize our ideal of car and home. This concludes my prepared remark. Now, our CTO, Mr. Taiwan, will discuss more of the R&D aspects of our business. Please go ahead. Thank you for the introduction, Kevin. Hello, hello everyone. It's my honor to join Lee Auto recently, led by entrepreneur Mr. Xi Xiang Li. I would like to share my thoughts on the R&D initiatives as CTO of the company. I'm a believer in progressive innovation because Rome was not built in one day. It has always been a better approach to follow the nature law of the evolution, to implement technological concepts step by step, prioritizing user demand. This belief echoes well with Lee Auto's guiding principle, leveraging technology to create value for users, to optimize user experience steadily and continuously. From a technology roadmap point of view, the CTO office will focus on in-house development of anything that has direct impact to our end user experience, such as intelligent cabin, ADAS slash autonomous driving, and car-related cutting edge technologies such as cloud, data mining, and so on. We will also leverage top tiers partners support to achieve our objective. In September, we announced a three-way uh, strategic co collaboration with global semiconductor giant NVIDIA and Chinese domestic leader Desai SV to be the first OEM in the world implementing NVIDIA flagship chipset Allring in a vehicle in order to provide a premium user experience. To support these R&D activities, we will increase our investment in R&D and the size of our team continuously. For example, we will expand our autonomous driving team size by three times by the first half of 2021. I'm confident in our capability to execute this roadmap and continue to build a leading position in the intelligent automotive industry. Now I will turn this call over to our CFO, Mr. Tie Li, for a closer look at our financial performance in the third quarter. Uh, uh, thank you, Kai. Hello, everyone. Uh, I will now go over some of our uh, financial results uh, for the third quarter of uh, 2020. Uh, to be mindful of the length of this call, I will address uh, financial highlights here and encourage you to refer to our earnings press release, uh, which is uh, posted online for additional details. Uh, total revenue in the third quarter of 2020 were RMB 2.51 billion, uh, representing an increase of 28.9% uh, from RMB 1.95 billion in the second quarter of uh, 2020. Uh, this included uh, vehicle sales uh, in the third quarter of 2020, which were RMB 2.46 billion, uh, representing an increase of 28.4% uh, uh, from the second quarter 
of 2020. The increase in vehicle sales was mainly due to a 31.1% increase in vehicle deliveries to uh, 8,660 vehicles in third quarter of 2020, from 6,604 vehicles in the second quarter of 2020. Revenue for other sales and services was RMB uh, 46.1 million in the third quarter of 2020, representing an increase of 64.1% from the second quarter. The increase in other sales and services was in line with the increased vehicle sales and the increasing vehicle volume uh, using our services. Cost of sales in third quarter was RMB 2.01 billion, representing an increase of 19.3% from the second quarter. Vehicle margin in the third quarter was 19.8%, compared to 13.7% in the second quarter of 2020. The increase of vehicle margin was primarily attributable to the decrease in purchase price of certain materials, including a one-time rebate received from a supplier, and lower uh, unit manufacturing overhead cost due to the increased uh, production volume. Gross margin in the third quarter was 19.8%. Uh, compared to 13.3% in the second quarter, which was mainly driven by the increase in vehicle margin. Total operating expenses in the third quarter uh, were RMB 676.7 million, representing an increase of 55.2% uh, from RMB 400 36 million in the second quarter of 2020. Research and development expenses in the third quarter of 2020 were RMB 334.5 million, representing an increase of 66.1% from RMB 200. Uh, 1.4 million in the second quarter of uh, 2020. Excluding share-based compensation expenses, the adjusted research and development expenses were RMB 278.8 million, representing a quarter-over-quarter -quarter increase of 38.4%. Uh, the increase was primarily attributable to starting research and development for our next model, as well as increased high cost. Citing general and administrative expenses in the third quarter of 2020 were RMB 342.2 million, excluding share-based compensation expenses. The adjusted siding uh, general and administrative uh, expenses 
for RMB 264.2 million, representing an increase of 12.7%. The increase was primarily driven by increased headcount, as well as increased marketing and promotion expenses. Loss from operations in the third quarter of 2020 was RMB 180 million, compared to a loss of RMB 176.3 million in the second quarter of 2020. Excluding share-based compensation expenses, the non-GAAP adjusted loss from operations was RMB 45 million, decreasing 74.5% from the second quarter of uh, 2020. Net loss was RMB 106.9 million in the third quarter of 2020, compared to RMB 75.2 million loss in the second quarter of 2020. Excluding share-based compensation expenses and changes in fair value of warrants and derivative uh, liabilities. We achieved positive bottom line with adjusted net income of RMB uh, 16 million in the third quarter. Compared to RMB 159.2 million adjusted net loss in the second quarter of 2020. Turning to our balance sheet and cash flow. The balance sheet of our cash and cash equivalents, restricted cash, time deposits, and short-term investments was RMB 18.92 billion as of September 13, 2020, compared to RMB 3.71 billion as of December 31, 2019. The increase was primarily driven by the issuance of Series D private financing, the completion of our IPO, and the concurrent private placements. Operating cash flow in the third quarter of 2020 was RMB 929.8 million, more than doubled from RMB 451.7 million in the second quarter of 2020. Free cash flow was RMB 749.9 million in the third quarter of 2020, representing an increase of 149.3% from RMB 300.8 million in the second quarter of 2020. And now for our business outlook. For the fourth quarter of 2020, the company expects deliveries to be between 11,000 and uh, 12,000 vehicles, representing an increase of approximately 27 to 38.6% from the third quarter of uh, 2020. The company also expects Fourth quarter total revenues to between RMB 3.11 billion, US dollar 457.8 million, and RMB 
3.9 billion US dollar, 499.4 million, representing an increase of 23.7% to 35.1% from the third quarter of 2020. Now I will uh, turn the call over to the operator to start our Q&A session. Thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, we will now begin the question and answer session. To ask a question, you may press star 1 on your telephone and wait for name to be announced. To cancel a request, please press the pound or hash key. For the benefit of all participants on today's call, please limit yourself to two questions. And if you have any additional questions, you can re-enter the queue. If you're going to ask the questions in Chinese, please follow with English translation. One thing, ladies and gentlemen, it's star one if you wish to ask a question. We have our first question from the line of Fei Pong from Goldman Sachs. Please go ahead. Um, th thanks, Xiang Zhong, Tie Zhong, Kevin Kai. Very impressive results. Congrats on the tremendous progress. Uh, let me start with two questions. First is about the supply chain. Reflecting on the one's scaling sales, how would you plan to drive better sourcing efficiency and prices from here? For example, for battery price, which is obviously a chunky part of your bomb, what's the opportunity to cut costs further from here? And also, can management shed some light on the progress with NVIDIA's partnership? When do you plan to deploy the components? Second is about the recall incidents in the past few weeks. Uh, can you discuss the latest progress with hardware replacement? And also, what has been the impact on the one's backlog, if any? Uh, for context, our, our own analysis is that this is a 10 million RMB cost issue, which is 0.1% of your annual revenues. So want to see if you have any, any response to that. 那我自己很快翻译一下,就是再次恭喜公司非常这个亮丽的业绩,我这边有两个问题。首先呢,就是随着公司的销售规模不断的扩大,公司想请问一下公司在供应链管理方面做出了哪些优化,并且将成本的空
with uh, already good result. We will continue on software development and testing until our uh, ORM-based hardware is available. In the hardware side, we are working closely with both NVIDIA and SISV. Uh, I think everything is in control with good progress. And I think in future, we will provide more updates regarding the topic. Thank you. OK, uh, th thank you, Kai. Uh, uh, then uh, for the second uh, question about the, the recent recall, uh, uh, currently the recall-related work is uh, progressing uh, steadily. And they expected to take about three months for us to uh, complete. Uh, we handled this recall with the transparency and the efficiency. Uh, this is a reflection of our company's core value. We always put our customer at first priority. Uh, that's why we got uh, uh, quite positive feedback from our existing users and the potential uh, buyers. So far, after the announcement of the recall, the growth uh, momentum of our new orders remains the same as before. So, uh, no, uh, no any major impact uh, observed. Uh, as for the cost uh, related to this recall, uh, we think uh, your estimation uh, is about right. Yeah, it's in line with our uh, estimation. Uh, thank you. Th uh, thank you, Wei, for the question. Yeah. Yeah, that's great to hear. Thanks for the response, and congrats again. Thank you. Thank you. We have our next question coming from the line of Tim Xiao from Morgan Stanley. Please go ahead. Uh 那也有对于这个费用的良好控制，但因为明年刚才其实有提到，我们对于呃这个新的科技啊、硬件、软件啊，甚至于自动驾驶民都会加快投入。那是否可以请管理层分享一下对于研发投入这块的一个指引啊，
uh, like an end of age and the bone uh, bound end uh, group, are also launched at extended range ED, the ERUB. So how could Leoto stay part, uh, competitive and in terms of the product and strategy? So those are my, my two questions. Thank you.好第一是研发投入的问题那这个和我们四和我们这个四五年前然后公司然后创办的时候的战略是相关的因为作为一个从零起点的创业企业我们的资源非常有限所以呢我们其实把然后这二十到三十亿的整个研发费用然后和别人
。对，那这个是对于消费者而言，也是不需要额外付出什么钱的，非常有竞争力。那和特斯拉 Model Y 比呢？呃，理想 ONE 是一个整车内空间尺寸和功能，然后甚至比我们认为比 Model X 还要完善、还要完整的一个车。对，然后打的是这样的六座、七座的中大型的，然后这样一个空一个市场，所以呢。本身不在一个不在一个产品的级别上，所以选择的用户也会不同。对我们更是更多的是，然后真正的家庭用户来选择。那最后呢，刚才讲的增程会有更多的，无论其实老的企业还是新的企业，也都在推出，然后计划推出增程。对，然后那我这是这样的，就是呃，我觉得我们一直坚持相信的一点就是，然后增程不是一个什么纯粹的一个所谓的技术路线。啊，我觉得增程最重要的是我们视它为和特斯拉的超级充电站，然后未来的换电站，然后一样的，但是呢，我们认为更适合中国，然后更适合然后中长期中国的，然后这种市场需求的一种充电解决方案。也就是说，我们把一个发电机，然后通过智能化的算法控制，然后有效的放在车上，来解决电动车用户然后在任何环境下补能的便捷性的一个问题。对，所以呢，其实增程只是一种充电的解决方案。但是呢，消费者买的不是增程，消费者买的是一辆然后更好的智能电动车。我觉得理理想 ONE 最大的特点是一辆更好的智能电动车，只是具备了非常方便的然后补能充电的这样一个条件。所以呢，我觉得可能会有更多的人推出增程，但是我觉得这个我不足以这个不足以说明什么问题，还是说你的产品到底能不能获得用户的认知，这是最关键的。OK。Uh, uh, thank, uh, thank you, uh, This is uh, uh, Kevin. I will, I will uh, try to translate uh, 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 all these comments. Yeah, I have uh, already wrote it down. So uh, uh, for the for for the R and D investment, uh, this is uh, this is uh, uh, this was our strategy. Uh, we decided four or five years ago. Yes, we want to uh, invest uh, all our resources into one car model. Yeah. This is uh, this was our uh, strategy, and uh, for our Li One, as you may know, that uh, we only have this Li One, and uh, for Li One, we only have one configuration. Uh, this is put a, a, a big challenge to us, uh, but also uh, give us a, a lot of a lot of advantages. First, the advantage is the, the software upgrade because we only have one configuration. Uh, all the OTA become more uh, 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 much easier. Uh, second is uh, for the supply chain uh, efficiency perspective. Uh, as you can imagine, the, the fo our forecast is very accurate, and the, the, uh, the, uh, our suppliers, uh, the, uh, the, the, the efficiency of, of our suppliers also very high because we only have uh, uh, one configuration. Uh, the, the third is our uh, internal efficiency also very high uh, because we only have one configuration. That's why uh, we, our R&D resources uh, uh, no, uh, do not need to uh, 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 we do not need to uh, invest the R&D money on a different configuration. Yeah. So, uh, so uh, the, uh, the this, this was our strategy, and uh, the reality right now we see uh, proved that uh, our strategy was uh, was uh, was right. Uh, actually, uh, as you you already know that in the past uh, ten months we have all always been the, the number one uh, uh, selling model in the uh, uh, large size uh, uh, new energy SUV. Yeah. So uh, for, for the next step, uh, for the next step, we'll continue to maintain our efficiency, uh, very high R&D efficiency. But at the same time, our uh, investment in R&D will uh, uh, be uh, 
be uh, uh, multiple times uh, uh, for our second generation of product. Uh, starting from 2022, each year we'll have at least one car model, uh, and uh, we'll, uh, uh, but we'll uh, stay with our strategy that for, for each car model, we only have one configuration. We want to uh, uh, focus our resources onto one configuration. And uh, our strategy is uh, for any car model we launched into the market, uh, it will, we, our target is to make it the uh, number one selling model in its price segment. Okay? Uh, for your second question uh, is about the, the uh, comp- uh, competitive landscape. Uh, first, uh, next year we are going to uh, uh, introduce uh, more, uh, more function uh, into func- uh, feature and function into our existing Li1 to ensure that our competitiveness uh, uh, will not, uh, uh, will not uh, uh, will continue to be improved. Uh, uh, you mentioned the Model Y. Uh, actually, uh, compared with Model Y, uh, Li1 is a much bigger car uh, with uh, uh, more uh, space and it's designed for the Chinese family and uh, its performance and its size uh, and feature is comparable with Model X. Uh, so uh, we, we are not worried about the Model Y. And uh, for the, for the uh, EREV, for the range extension, uh, solution. Uh, actually, uh, you're, you're right. There are uh, a group of uh, OEMs are introducing uh, 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 new uh, EREV models into the market uh, next year. Uh, but from our viewpoint, uh, range extension solution is not a technology choice. It's just a uh, solution for us to uh, help our customer to uh, replenish the energy, right? Uh, so uh, Tesla working on their uh, supercharge, uh, Neo working on uh, uh, battery swapping, we working on uh, EREV. They, these are all uh, energy replenishment uh, uh, solution. Uh, but uh, for the customer really buy a car, uh, the, uh, a very convenient uh, uh, energy replenish uh, uh, method is one, only one consideration. Ultimately, the customer is buying a uh, intelligent, uh, I'll say, smart electric vehicle. So their focus primarily is first uh, about the product. The product design, the product feature function need to be uh, very competitive. That's why we are not worried about the other people uh, uh, also build the EREV because uh, the, uh, the core of our competitive advantage is our product itself. Okay. Okay, thank you, Kevin. Uh, congratulations again on a great result. Thank you. Thank you. We have our next question from the line of Paul Kong from UBS. Please go ahead. Hi, thanks, guys, uh, for taking my question. Uh, I have two questions. The first one is regarding the network expansion. Uh, so far, you have uh, a much smaller uh, distribution network, but you have demonstrated much higher efficiency uh, than your close peers. Um, going forward, how do you foresee your uh, distribution channel uh, expansion? Do you have any target to expand how many stores by end of this year and end of next year? And more importantly, how do you foresee the per store sales volume could be maintained at which level? Um, my second question is regarding the autonomous driving roadmap. Uh, uh, I heard uh, 
uh, Kai said that um, Rome was not built within one day, but I would be really curious to know uh, what would be your roadmap on timeline uh, at which uh, year you are going to achieve certain level and what be the hardware solution. Will you include LiDAR or will you uh, include in, uh, even more cameras and then today's solution? And what do you aim to achieve at uh, uh, any stage? Uh, and besides of that, uh, you have um, some of your uh, competitors are choosing to sell the software uh, for for um, extra package or extra money, uh, but uh, uh, given you have uh, keep all the D1 at the same specs, uh, will you choose to sell the software as a optional package, or will you choose to install the software on every vehicle you sell, just as you did in the D1? Uh,那我翻译一下吧,就说两个问题,第一个是关于这个渠道网络的,呃,然后现在就说咱的这个, uh, 电数是明显比竞争对手们少的摄像头的那个数然后还有就说对于这个软件来说咱是会选择像一些竞争对手这样软件单独来买来收费呢还是就说也像这个理想万这个车上面就只有一个配置就软件全都包了让大家没买的一台车上面都享有这样的那个自动
fully uh, automated parking assist, aka FAPA, uh, on basis of fusion of ultrasonic and vision inputs, will be released via uh, Porta in 2021. And also more feature will, uh, will follow as well. We will unveil more in future. Um, in 2022, uh, we will launch brand new architecture for our new vehicles, which contains a scalable and hardware-upgradable uh, ECU and the sensor set, along with more use case uh, updates via Volta, so that our products uh, could achieve up to level four autonomous driving uh, progressively. Uh, that's our goal. Based on current research and the technology baseline, um, we don't believe level five uh, fully autonomous driving without any interfering uh, by human uh, come in near future uh, because it, it really requires uh, technology uh, breakthrough in areas such as quantum computing and other uh, such kind of algorithm along with it. So therefore, our focus will be on what kind of real value we can bring to our customer towards to the, let's say, progressively and steadily to level, kind of a level four experience. That's the most important topic for us. Uh, we believe with clear goal setting and also excellent execution, uh, we would become a leader of autonomous driving in the industry. To achieve this plan, I think I already described roughly the timeline. So our team size will be uh, tripled uh, in 2021, as uh, I already mentioned, versus current situation. Uh, we already have very good progress recently on senior level experts and management hiring. The newcomers are either well known from industry or with graduation from top universities such as Stanford or uh, uh, Berkeley and so on. Uh, on top of that, we also have established a strategic collaboration with our partners. Different than the normal co uh, cooperation, they are tightly integrated with our team with on-site co-development as part of a few of our R&D acceleration. So regarding your uh, last question about uh, uh, if we're going to charge our uh, user regarding the software part, uh, we won't charge anything below level three because we think that's an essential features for them. So everything below level three will be for free. Thank you. Thank you very much. Very clear. Thank you. Thank you. We have our next question from the line of Lei Wong from CICC. Please go ahead. Good evening, this is uh, Wang Lei speaking from CSCC. Congratulations on the great volume and also awesome line. Um, I, I believe as this first EV startup company to see the positive non-gap profits, that's definitely a great move. Congratulations. So the first question goes to Sifo uh, Mr. Li Tian. So how may the auto actually hit the roughly 20% of GPM with barely 8,600 order deliveries 
it was Tesla actually they achieved like 19% of GPM in the first half of last year, which is almost 10 times your doing rate. And, and, and then the second question will go to uh, CTO Mr. Wang Kai for the first second one, if you don't mind. Um, you were actually the initiator of Wisdom um, Drive Core and proposed the weekend OEM thinking role, right? And, and can provide more colors on your update opinion since you now joined an OEM yourself. Um, so, even when you should就是我们用了大概八千六百辆车来实现了一个百分之二十的 然后这个的大核心就是要去削弱OEM的主导权。然后现在你先加入了OEM自己加入了OEM,所以这个有没有有一些这个架构上的改变,就是还是会定义在供应商还是说这个主导权,现在还是觉得是要放到这个主导权的
Uh, now we enter to uh, from industry uh, era to intelligent era. It's a complete new business model need to be applied uh, if you want to really win from the market. And then I introduce so-called uh, not ring structure but round table structure. That means now uh, there are lots of alliance among OEM, among tier one, tier two, whatever you, you can call it, even the new, uh, let's say, business model uh, providers such as Uber or, or like DD. Mm. And then the key thing about, uh, about the, the whole thing is uh, time to market in this uh, new game. And then you need to, based on your position, choose a table, sit down together with strong partners, and then uh, uh, really win the game as early as possible. Just like you know, you are going to a dinner uh, with your friends, and then you finish the main course. Now you can get dessert much earlier than others. Mm. That's the key spirit of it. Mm. And we believe uh, because you know, when I was in tier one, I need to tr choose my table uh, wisely. Yeah, but now mm. as a, a leading OEM, uh, actually. Our profile is more like we already take uh, lots of, uh, uh, let's say, the work of tier one, traditional tier one, mm. because we can do lots of in-house thing. We, we need to have the best experience for user and do the full-time, and then we need to be fast. So mm. that's a di different game. So uh, back to the main point, so the philosophy still stands, but now I'm in another table. Okay. All right, thanks for answering and sharing the, uh, the wrong table theory. A great season. Congratulations. Thanks. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We have our next question from the line of Meiho from U.S. Cyber Security. Please go ahead. Hi. Hi. Porter, thank you for taking my question. I have a few ones about EV. Um, there have been market chatters that policies regarding NEV license plates can be changed in tier one cities like Beijing and Shanghai. Um, so how could you prepare for such changes? Uh, if AIEV is no longer entitled to any uh, NEV license in one particular important city, how could that impact your overall sales target? And secondly, at a higher level, uh, what do you think of the government support on AIEV? And lastly, if we uh, for a longer horizon, what's your plan for BEV transition? Uh, so translate. Um,呃,我有几个问题是关于增程式的,呃,反电的话,总有传闻说北京或者上海的一些中小城市的话可能会改变,对增程式电动车所享有的汽车牌照的类型。那请问我们对此有何想法,做哪些准备?如果一旦
but the, to answer your question, actually, uh, uh, I give you a, an example. Even in Beijing, you know, uh, uh, the Beijing is the city where the license policy is the most uh, restrictive to us. Uh, our sales are still very, very strong. Yeah. So uh, our sales in cities where do not have license plate restriction uh, accounted uh, for more than 60% of our total sales uh, in both uh, September and uh, October. Uh, that's to say uh, our vehicle uh, sales are not dependent on the policy uh, uh, incentives, are, are not the very sensitive to the, uh, uh, the, the car plate uh, policy. Yeah. So uh, and also uh, for the overall uh, national uh, uh, national uh, policy, uh, in general, China's national policy and regulation uh, encourage the coexistence of multiple forms of new energy vehicles, uh, including uh, BEV, uh, uh, in, uh, also uh, plug-in hybrid, uh, uh, EREV, and even uh, uh, the, uh, the 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 uh, the, the hydrogen uh, 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 new energy. Uh, so for for us, uh, uh, we 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 already see that the uh, the, uh, the direction uh, this coexistence coexistence direction has already uh, been further confirmed by the recent uh, released uh, national new energy automotive industry development plan. Yeah. So uh, uh, overall, the, 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 the national policy is uh, in favor of uh, EREV. And for the, for the BEV uh, plan, uh, I will uh, uh, turn, turn over to uh, Mr. Li Xiang to comment. Uh,啊,我是李江。那,呃,我们的核心的目标是打造这种高水平的智能电动车。但是呢,高水平的智能电动车我们一直认为其实充电,然后对于用户而言是个极为关键的体验。所以呢, uh, 然后我们推出增程是这样的目的。那在BEV的层面呢，我们更关注的是第二代，然后纯电动车的技术的解决方案。那我们自己的定义的第二代电动车的解决方案，然后最显著的特点是能够实现四百千瓦的快充，也相对
Okay, uh, thank you, Li Xiang. Uh, I will uh, try to, uh, this is uh, Kevin again. Uh, I will try to uh, translate uh, what uh, uh, Xiang just uh, explained. Uh, first of all, our, uh, our goal is uh, to build a, a high-level uh, premium smart electric vehicle. Uh, so this is our goal. Uh, uh, when we look at the, this market, the, the, the key issue we need to solve is the, 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 char is the charging issue. Right? Uh, how, how our customer replenish the energy is the key uh, for the user experience. And we are, uh, we are, uh, uh, keep a very close eye on the second generation, uh, charging, uh, solution, uh, which is a, uh, which is a very clear to us is a 400 kilowatt, uh, 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 charging, uh, charging, uh, infrastructure, uh, which will, uh, uh, which can charge a car four to five times, uh, uh, faster than today's, uh, uh infrastructure. Uh, for for this uh, uh, for this second generation uh, charging infrastructure, uh, it, uh, it will benefit both the the, uh, the customer and the business. From the uh, customer's perspective, uh, they don't need to uh, they they uh, their car can be charged in uh, 10 15 minutes. They don't need to leave their car when the car is uh, is is, uh, is being uh, charged, so they can stay in the car. Uh, and for, from the business perspective, uh, when the charging speed become, uh, become that fast, uh, the, uh, the business model become, uh, viable. Yeah, because today for the slow charging, uh, actually the, uh, uh, the uh, charging station cannot make uh, money. The, the business model doesn't work. But the, when the charging speed become faster, the, uh, the business model become, uh, become viable. Yeah. So to achieve this uh, 400 kilowatt, uh, charging uh, solution. Uh, there are three de uh, technology dependencies. First is uh, the uh, 800 volt high voltage uh, uh, vehicle platform. Uh, second is uh, the uh, is uh, the the government regulation on the uh, uh, 500 uh, uh, amp uh, uh, current uh, uh, regulation. And uh, the third is uh, very important is the, the, the battery uh, cell which can sustain 4C uh, charging. Uh, so uh, we are, uh, again, we are keeping a very close eye on these three technology evolvements. And uh, we, we cannot disclose uh, yet uh, when we are going to uh, build BEV, but uh, when these uh, three, uh, three technology become uh, mature and available to us, we'll, 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 uh, we'll uh, uh, we will uh, uh, definitely work on the uh, BEV solution. Uh, oh, but overall, uh, again, to emphasize uh, that the uh, uh, range extension solution, uh, from our viewpoint, is a long-term solution. It's not the interim solution uh, because uh, the uh, ERV solution is the uh, is the best fit for the larger size uh, SUV. Uh, to uh, uh, so so. Uh, even uh, when the, uh, the the second generation of charging infrastructure become available, uh, EREV is still a, uh, uh, one of the uh, our viewpoint, uh, one of the mainstream of the technology choices. Okay, thank you. Great, great. Thank you so much. Thank you. We have our next question from the line of Yang Goshu from Citec. Please go ahead. Um, thank you for the opportunity. And I have a quick question about uh, when we observe that Tesla has launched their own autonomous chip, and also Neo has announced they're trying to 
uh, launch their own autonomous trip. So my question is that it's a uh, self-developed autonomous trip necessary for the autonomous vehicle, uh, and uh, what's our plan on that? Do, do we plan to launch our self-developed trip too? Thank you. 啊，我用中文简单说呢，就是呃，我们观察到特斯拉其实这个发布了自己的自动驾驶的这个 FSD 的芯片，呃，未来呢也有这样的一个计划。所以我的问题是，呃，就是自研的自动驾驶芯片是否是这个未来的这个智能汽车的一个必须？那我们是未来会计划在什么时候呃发布自己的自动驾驶芯片呢？谢谢。Okay, thank you. This is Kai speaking. Maybe I take over this question. Um, decision. Either in-house or outsourced uh, chipset uh, is determined by efficiency. When I talk about efficiency, uh, it's two part: commercially and uh, technically. So, commercially, um, let's say from OEM side, uh, let's say uh, I think this is uh, and until you have really massive volume, it will be a risk because chipset industry. Is um, very asset heavy investment, and also a long re return cycle. Um, because myself, uh, I have direct plus indirect experience uh, uh, in China and also in Finland, uh, making chipset SOC uh, chipset myself, uh, close to uh, maybe close to uh, ten years. So usually it takes um, chipset design. Two up to three years, uh, just for development, and then you have three years, uh, usually the life cycle, and then you need to think about uh, change. So uh, think about six year uh, altogether. Uh, this is a really uh, commercially risky, maybe without efficiency if OEM development uh, by uh, itself. So from technical side, I think. There's a one condition you can really seriously uh, think about to uh, make a chipset uh, for yourself because uh, software maturity or very deep understanding of the system is really the essential uh, condition you build your chipset yourself. Uh, like Tesla, they have a good understanding already at least at that time uh, they cannot find a, a very good feed uh, in the market. Then they choose. Uh, design by themselves, uh, but the problem is, from semiconductor point of view, they will also involve during the whole process. Uh, so, to make a chipset decision is really a cautious uh, decision. Uh, OEM need to really think about from both ways. In short time, we don't think uh, we will enter to that business. Uh, technically, uh, I think we we still need some time. To really understand uh, how to, uh, let's say, make our software really mature and really uh, good enough into the business. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We have our next question from the line of Robert Cole from 86 Research. Please go ahead. Hi, management. Thank you for taking my question. Um, so congratulations on um, the results for the Legion 1. It seems like um, it, its first model has really proven itself, um, and your guidance is showing that the momentum continues. Um, my question is how we frame the, 
uh, frames of thinking about um, when is when is the right time to um, develop a second model, and then strategically what um, what types of vehicles are we looking at for the second for the second model? Um, in, in particular, I want to ask about um, a concept that Choho uh, Jia released back in um, the early years of the company for a um, compact sedan. Um, I think it was called the SEV. I'm wondering if that is a design that is still under consideration. Um, so I'll quickly translate it to Chinese. Uh,我们看到了这个李尚旺的这个曲奇的表现是很不错的 就是去做一个第二个车型，然后我具体想问是这个，就是车后家早期啊推出了一个叫SEV的一个概念车，然后我想问这个这个概念我们还是在呃就是研究当中吗？还是说这个呃已经完全放弃了这个车？ Dig 然后供应链和制造能力 对，那后边的产品我们认为会比现在的竞争力，然后会持续的提升的。对，这也是个企业成长的过程所在。那我觉得这是这个第一个这个问题。然后呢，另外一方面就是SUV这个产品，我们在2017年底的时候，对，然后
which is the 300K to 350K RMB uh, price segment. With this first uh, product, Li1, we want to uh, leverage this first, first product to build and also to prove that our, uh, uh, our sales, our uh, uh, sales and service, our uh, supply chain and our R&D are all uh, closed the loop uh, system. Uh, 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 secondly, uh, uh, of course, we are working on already are working on our second product. Uh, so, uh, as we already discussed, uh, 2022 we are going to launch our uh, uh, next product, which is a uh, full size uh, uh, EREV SUV. Uh, as for the SEV, actually, we already stopped this project. Uh, uh, in the end of uh, 20, uh, uh, 2017, yeah, and we have no any further uh, investment in this project. Uh, we we think we are in a very good position in uh, uh, in this SUV segment for family. Uh, so uh, we we will stay in this segment. Uh, we will uh, stay in uh, with uh, we're very focused on our uh, existing segment. Uh, Robert, thank you. Thank, thank you. I would now like to turn the call back over to the company for any closing remarks. Ms. Janet Chan, please go ahead. Okay. Thank you once again for joining with us today. If you have further questions, please feel free to contact Lee Autos Investor Relations Team. Then that's all for today. Thank you and have a good one.